Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions. Let's go to Dan in Sunnyvale. Wants to talk about Copang Inc. Yeah, I just I was thinking about taking a starter position in it and wondered if you think I should wait for a pullback. And provides unbiased answers. And so it's all about that growth in sales and will that eventually turn into a profit? Invest Talk. Over 31 million downloads and counting. Uh, what are your thoughts of putting in an at-the-money call today, let's say, from two years out for 2023? Your participation makes it unique. 888-99-CHART. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking shared success and now today's podcast good afternoon everybody and welcome to invest talk it is tuesday may 18 2021 and of course on today's program and podcast as we do every day our mission statement independent thinking and shared success and that's our effort to be as honest and straightforward with you the audience as we can It is a call-in show. You ask questions. Anything financial is is acceptable. Anything financial. I don't care what it is. It could be insurance. It could be, you know, stocks, which it primarily is. It could be uh, real estate. I don't care. Whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about. So I will do my best to give you the information that you need. I'm Steve Peasley, and, of course, I encourage you to contact me with your financial and investment questions right now. You can get through. We're live, 4 to 5 Pacific time. Remember, you're going to shape the show. You're going to take it the direction you want it to go with your questions. Okay, but long as it's financial, I'm on board with you. Okay, right now our number is 888-99-CHART. We are live streaming program, 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. And we have lots of lots of calls on our voice bank. Lots of calls. But we like to take live calls if we can. The number, it never changes, 888-99-CHART. So let's get right to our first listener question. Oh, there's a live call. Let's talk to Richard in Walnut Creek. How are you doing, Richard? Uh, hi, how are you doing? I'm Thank doing you for great. Taking Thanks my call. for the call. Thank you. Uh, so I wanted to ask about AT&T. I know you guys own sure. it, and I was surprised today. The last thing I... Uh, anticipated was them cutting the dividend. I think well, it's like uh-huh. a dividend or something. It's been it's been paying dividend for a very long time, um, and I don't understand why they did that. And I honestly don't understand the spinoff and merger of Discovery and uh, Warner Brother. Okay, the theory the theory was that they were going to integrate it with their telephone lines because everything's going to be online, and there was going to be a lot of synergies. And the AT&T gave up, saying that that's not so. The new CEO uh, decided that that's not going to happen. They're not going to see these synergies, and they have all this debt on their books, and they spent more money getting uh, the, the bandwidth for 5G. So they spent a ton of money, and they have a ton of debt, and they didn't think they would get much more benefit out of the synergies of Time Warner. You know, being a, having content. That's what their explanation is. So they they spun it off, put it with uh, whatever that other company, and they're going to take get $30, $40 billion, and they're going to take that money and pay down debt. But at the same time, the Time Warner 
uh, uh, assets was producing money so that to help them pay the dividend. Well, now they don't have that cash flow anymore, so they cut the dividend to like 4.8%, 5% from 7 So that's why. Now, the question is, do you want to own this company at that dividend? And will they start picking up? I, we're going we're gonna to keep it. I'm not getting rid of it. But I think, uh, I mean, it's already happened. And so now do I live with 4.7 or 4.8% dividend and, and get rid of the stock? And it's already went down to 29.50. I think it was a buying opportunity. Actually, we actually bought for some of our clients that didn't have AT&T, the newer ones, on today's news. We bought some. So that's what happened, and it, I don't think it's all that bad. They're going to focus on what they do best. I think that's – I just think back to the GE days. Remember when GE, you know, got away from their core business, and look what happened to them. They had they added all these things to become a conglomerate and never really worked out for them. So I don't think AT and T does not want to take that path. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, Roger, Richard. Thank you. So why are we here today? Why am I doing this podcast? I know that successful financial future requires you to stay invested. It, you need knowledge. You need information. You want some strategies. You want help. That's what this show does. Okay, to help you with the uncertainty of the stock market. Because the stock market is never certain at any point in time. It's volatile. You have to learn how to deal with it. And it can be a great place to build your assets. It is a great place to build assets, but you got to understand it. So I asked some questions. The number is 888-99-CHART. Well, how the market did today? Didn't do very well. It started off okay, but the Dow was, ended up being down 267 points. The Nasdaq down 75, and the S&P down 35. I just don't think we're done with this little correction we're having. I don't think it's been deep enough. Um, I, I think we're moving, here we are in May, and we're moving toward June. I think June, we might see a bottom in June or July and have a market recover, but we'll see. But I just don't think we're done. I don't think you should worry about it too much. I, I don't think, I don't, we're not moving into a bear market, not at this stage, just a correction. And corrections are really healthy. They're healthy for the market long term. So, my trivia question today concerns revenue that is the revenue collected by the u.s government each year it is in the trillions of dollars right so what do you think it might have been in 1961 or earlier that's my trivia question you know how much money the government used to take in then how much it takes in now also housing starts numbers were reported today i want to talk about that and permits building permits Amazon and is in talks to buy MGM. Amazon is in talks to buy MGM. That's interesting. Remember, AT AT&T is spinning off their entertainment division while Amazon is buying entertainment division MGM. Kind of interesting. And finally, Clorox, GM, Whirlpool, they're warning about price hikes. Those are things. If we can get to them, we'll talk about those in more detail. I think it's. I think that. I think it's been. It's fascinating what's going on here, and we just got to learn how to deal with it to preserve and grow our money. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasing. We're already moving quickly through the second quarter. It is May. 
And summer is approaching pretty darn fast. So your goal is never changing financial freedom. That's the goal. Whatever financial freedom means to you. So your participation is pretty important to the to this program. It is all important to this program. So we're taking your calls live, 888-99-CHART. We're already moving through the second quarter, and serious investors need to bring their best game. Invest Talk is here to help. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to Jay in North Carolina and wants to talk about Vanguard Materials ETF. Jay. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking the call. I enjoy the, the show and listening to it on the podcast. Thank you. Um, I... Uh, I'm, I'm a simple trader, if you will. Have a lot okay. of just VTI and VXUS. Okay. Uh, had a little extra cash, nothing major, but was either looking at, you know, I, I was really looking at VAW, Vanguard uh-huh. Materials, and the other option I had was just dump it proportionately in my VXUS and VTI. Just kind of thoughts on VAW jumped out at me, especially given your thoughts uh heard you say about uh, commodities and super cycles and things like that. So it jumped out at me. What are your thoughts? Well, I like VAW. I think it's going to have a pullback at some point uh, because it's gone up pretty steadily. Um, I would much rather buy it if I was a buyer of it, wanted to buy it. I'd much rather buy it in the 160 to 170 area, but it's at 192, and I'm not so sure to go down there. Um you're a little bit late to the party. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't think the party's over. I just think I don't know if I would chase this performance. I'd probably wait for it to pull back some. Uh, by the way, everybody, VAW, it's ETF seeking performance corresponding to the U.S. Investment Market Materials 25-50 Index. So materials, you know, uh, mining, uh, uh, iron ore, materials. That's that's what this invests in. You'd have to pull it up and see what stocks they own in the index, because I don't really know for sure. It's part of it should be some gold in there and silver and copper mine, something, something. Uh, so I frankly think it has some more to go, but I would buy it. I'd probably buy it on weakness if it ever came at this point. BTI is a Vanguard, everybody. Anything, any ETF starting with a V is usually the Vanguard. And Vanguard is very good because it's low low costs. They have low expense ratios, Vanguard does. And I like the other one. I think one's a total market, the ETF that you mentioned. I think that's what, VTI? I think that's the total market index. What was the other one you mentioned? Yes, sir. Uh, VXUS. I like to pair those about three VTIs for one portion of VXUS, so VTI is the American and uh, one, and VXUS is all, yeah, so I kind of, I mean, I'm a simpleton, <laughs> but okay. thank you. No problem, yeah. Okay, I, I, would put, I would put something in the materials. I think that's a wise decision. I think we do have a long glide path for commodities. I do. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Jay. We move on pretty quickly. I'd like to keep it going. So here's a call, question from a caller earlier, 888-99-CHART. Hi, this is Duncan from New York. Just have a question about a couple of ETFs. You guys got me. I am now a fully believer of commodities, doing my own research. And now I'm looking to kind of put a position in 
an ETF that's going to help hedge inflation. I got three. If you guys got time to quickly go over it, it's Vanguard Energy, VDE, and then Energy Select SPDR, which is XLE. And then I also heard about this new ETF that just got created, INFL by Horizon Kinetic. That's actually really geared to, just towards inflation. So I just wanted your two cents about those three ETFs uh, looking to kind of get a position for, I would say like a, a year or something like that. But I know you said something about like doing it for a couple of years, but looking forward to the answer on the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye. Okay. Um, uh, VDE and XLE are energy in the energy area. And I think that's, the one, one of those two is, or both of them would be the ones I picked. The last one you have, IMFL is XUS, so it's all foreign, and it's so new, I don't know what it does. It doesn't, it's not very descriptive of what it does. So I, I'd probably stay away from that, well, because I, uh, I don't know enough about it to give the answer. But I think energy is not a bad place to be. Now we've moved up already, but I think energy, I, I, I can't see it not working. You know, uh, the BXLE pays a, a 3.9% dividend, so I like that also. BDE, what did they pay? BDE. It's hard to go from one stock to another, back to another, or an ETF, because I, it takes too much time. Uh, VDE pays 3.3. So please try to keep your 3.3%. So keep your questions to just one, if you would. Just one of the... Uh, uh, of the equities, not not more than one, because it's too difficult for me. I can do it off the show, but not here on air. It's just not. We don't have enough time. Okay, housing starts 157 million. They expected 170 last month. It was 173, but more importantly, housing starts is a lagging indicator. Permits are more important. 173 million. It was 176. I'm sorry, let me take that back. 1.76 million, it was 1.76 million last month. So it stayed the same. And that's a pretty darn high number. So housing is still pretty, pretty, pretty strong, pretty strong. We're headed into a break, but I'm here and ready to answer your finance and investment questions. Answer them right now. 888-99-CHART. And the issue here is that the prices just run away from the fundamentals. Got a question for Steve or Justin? Um, I wanted to see if you thought that that was a safer place to park the money for long term. You're the best person to ask it. 888-99-CHART. In today's market, more than ever, you need unbiased investing guidance because it can help you achieve financial freedom. This is Invest Talk, and you've come to the right place. Steve Peasley is here now, taking your calls live. So step up with your questions, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Okay, we talked, I know Justin talked about it, and the first question of the day was about the AT&T and, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, um, spinning off war, uh, Warner Media, and I had a couple calls today. What should we do? You know, if 
Never, ever, ever do anything in a panic, everybody. Just relax. Take a look at it and see what see if you like it. Now, the new the CEO, John uh, Stanky's decision to spin it off was all about refocusing their efforts on AT&T's core business. And in principle, I like that a lot. I do. Now, what, what hurts me is the dividend gets cut. I don't like that. No one likes that. But is the now 4.7% dividend enough for all of us to stay with AT&T? And now he, they're paying down debt with that spinoff money. They have to pay down debt because they have a lot of it. And that debt is is very constraining. So I like the deal as far as get rid of some of this business. If you don't think it's going to be accretive going forward in a major way, then get rid of it. I don't have a problem with that. You have to have faith in the management. If you don't, then get out. That's really what the question is. Do you have faith in the new CEO? I kind of like the boldness of the decision. Okay, and I and I'm not trying to. I'm not going to second guess him. I'm just going to sit back and say, okay, do I still want AT and T? Do I still believe that their dividend is going to continue to grow over time? Uh, did I buy it right? You've heard me say many, 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 many times on this show. Don't overpay for something. I told you over and over again. I like to to buy AT and T in the high twenties, maybe the low thirties. That's where you need to buy it. What is it today? 29-something? Buy it. My idea doesn't change just because of what their management is doing, unless I really don't like what management is doing. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to work. But I kind of like the move. I do. So just my thoughts on that. I know Justin had his thoughts on it. And, you know, just what I think we ought to do. Okay? So... That's what I got. Let's talk to Sean and Ukiah. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Hello. Good, thanks. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for the call. Yeah, so just a general question about indexed universal life. Yes. Um, so many different companies are out there touting it. You know, I could use specific names, but I don't, yeah. uh, you know you which ones are on the radio. And yeah. In a low interest rate environment like this that for the foreseeable future could be start to creep up, is there a time wherein that might be a, an actual valuable part of an estate plan? It just seems like it it's hard for them be. to guarantee their returns with such low rates. It's, you know, the, he's talking about life insurance, everybody, universal life, and he's talking about indexed universal life, meaning they you, you buy the index, S&P 500. My problem with it is the cost, Sean. It's a pretty expensive yeah. op- operation. You can buy an index fund all by yourself, and, you know, that buy SPY or QQQs or any of the other indexes. The thing that they will provide that that doesn't, many of those index universal life uh, give you, uh, tell you you will never lose a dime. They always guarantee that you won't, your money will never go below what you put in. Okay? And that's one of the things that they hook you with. But at the same time, you got to stay in at least 10 years for to get that hook. And why is that so? Because there's never been a, there's only been one or two periods, I think just one, 10 year period in the life of the stock market where it wasn't higher. So they're not really giving you anything of benefit, really. So, so, um, I don't like universal life or whole life. If you need life insurance, I go term life. If you need investments, which is what those two, 
products are trying to be, why don't you just invest directly yourself? It'd be a lot cheaper and you'll be a lot happier and you'll have a lot more freedom with your money. That's just my opinion. Are they in essence, uh, are they in essence selling a, uh, basically selling a call to buy a put and putting a collar on the position? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty, yeah. You could describe it that way. Yeah. You could. Remember, what do you think they're doing with the money? <laughs> Any money that they, you give them, they'll put it in the market. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah, I work for insurance because I know exactly what they do. John, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay, Amazon is in talks to buy MGM. Now, we're talking about MGM Entertainment, the movie business, uh, TV shows, whatever else they have. And they, this has not been really announced out there yet. Uh, there's just rumors, and there's rumors about $9 billion. But Amazon is not a telephone company, not AT&T or Verizon. Or Amazon, what does Amazon do? Amazon's trying to get its fingers in everything. I, I, I think Amazon is someday is going to have a comeuppance getting into so many different lines of business. But so far, it's been very successful for them. So... That's what they're doing. That's what they want to do. Okay, the problem of our exploding national debt is something that we must begin to deal with sooner or later. It's coming. We already have a huge debt. So lots of politicians seem to think we can make up budget deficits by raising taxes. But the federal government does not generate enough revenue to cover even our expenses. And that's before paying down the debt. So we have to go to break. Here's my trivia question. What is the projected U.S. government revenue for fiscal year 2021? And how does it compare historically with revenues collected going back, way back, or all the way back to 1789? So after the break, I'll give you the answer, 888-99-CHART. The prosperous future you envision for yourself and your family will not happen without strategic planning and definitive action. I'm in my early 20s and I'm thinking of doing something that every article I read says not to. For the unprepared investor, market volatility around the world demonstrates risk. I noticed it took quite a fall. But opportunities wait for no one. And now may be the best time in years to invest wisely. We got a lot of things cooking out there that, we, that the market has to think about. To invest strategically it needs to consolidate to prevail serious investors need a balanced combination of realistic market education and unbiased guidance kpp financial principals steve peasley and justin klein host a unique weekday finance and investment program and podcast invest talk listen live or download the free podcast let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language okay why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in 
patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's Attack Resistance Platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, where Invest Talk hosts and KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein practice parallel investing. That means Steve and Justin's accounts participate with Klein Investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing at investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART. I asked a trivia question before the break, as I do every time at the half-hour mark. So, I asked, before I gave, you know, bef- okay, let's, let's see, where am I? Hold on, my computer just did. <laughs> okay, before the break, I, I asked a trivia question. What is the projected U.S. government revenue for fiscal 2021? The governor, government revenue. We're talking about taxes, right? And how does that compare historically? So let me remind you that, you know, that the number one trillion means one million million. Okay, that's what a trillion is. Trying to give you some scale. So to visualize a trillion, imagine the number followed by 10 zeros. Okay, keep in mind, one billion is only a mere 1,000 million. 
A billion is only a thousand million. A trillion is a million million. Okay, U.S. federal tax revenue, the total tax receipts received by the government. That's what that is. And that means we're talking about federal income tax, uh, payroll taxes, corporate taxes, all that. The U.S. government total revenue is estimated to be $3.86 trillion in 2021. 3.86, the total for the whole year. Okay, so that's if they spend more than that, they're in a deficit, right? You'd pay and spending more money than you make, just like you would in your paycheck. So the government paycheck is $3.863 trillion. You know how much debt we have on our books? How about 20 plus? It's going to be 26, 27 at the end of this year. Okay, here's what it is over the years, the past years, from way back when. Okay, 2011, how much income came into the government? $2.3 trillion. Remember, it's now 3.8. 2001, it was $2 trillion. 1991, it was one trillion. 1981, it was 600 billion. 1971, I graduated from high school in 1970, it was 187 billion. In 1961, 94 billion. Okay, think about how much that increased, and the government's still spending way more than they're getting. They they send way more. Okay, for the combined fiscal years of 1789 through 1959, that's 170 years, World War II, the Korean War, World War II, World War I, War of 1812, all these huge wars we paid for. The total revenue in those 170 years, $1.1 trillion. Total, 170 years total. We spend that like it's nothing these days. So today in 2021, we collect one year, three times in one year, three times of all the revenue we collected in the 170 years. See, it, the scale is monstrous, and we still keep spending money like it's water, and we think it's not going to have a consequence. There's going to be consequences. There will be. Anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting. Okay, let's go to Gary in New Jersey. How you doing, Gary? Uh, yeah, hi, Steve. Um, so I have a quick question regarding uh, at-the-money calls and, and maybe something with, like, an index fund, um, uh-huh. like, two years out. Like, let's say, for example, if we know that uh, something like the S&P 500 is going to theoretically go up over, over time, you know, uh, what are your thoughts of putting in an at-the-money call today, let's say, from two years out for 2023 uh, rather than, I guess, buying into the fund itself. The problem I have with that is the market is going to be pretty volatile. Um, I, I was just talking to Justin today about where we think the market will end up at the end of this year. He thinks it'll be up a bit. I think the Dow will be up a bit, and the S&P might be up a bit, but I think the Nasdaq is going to be flat or down. So trying to go out two, three years uh, is, I think, a pretty high – I think it's a guessing game. Now, if you did it for five years or ten years, I'm pretty much assure you that the market's going to be higher. Okay? But three years or less, man, that's hard to call. I, I, don't, I wouldn't do it. I could tell you that. I, it wouldn't be something I'd be interested in. Gary, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 
Let's go to Dan in Sunnyvale. Wants to talk about Copang Inc. Copang? Yes, sir. Hi, Steve. Great to talk Hi. to you. I'm a, a religious listener to your show. Thank you. Um, it, yeah, I just I was thinking about taking a starter position in it, and wondered if you think I should wait for a pullback. And I'm a little hesitant just because it's kind of would fall in the growth category and everything growth I've, I've gotten out of recently. Right. Well, this is, uh, for everybody out there, the symbol is CPNG, a Korean online retail platform offering offers apparel, footwear, books, body care, and home decor products. It doesn't make money. It's never made money, and you know me. You know, I don't like to buy companies that don't make money. Ooh, okay. The sales growth is pretty spectacular, though. Uh, it's 74% growth this last most recent quarter. Uh, I'm talking about the first quarter of this year. Uh, before that was 100%. Before that was 95%. So huge growth in sales. And so it's all about that growth in sales and will that eventually turn into a profit. And the answer is probably most likely yes. The other negative I don't like about this company is very new. Uh, it came out in the uh, uh, beginning of March. So it came out the, and it traded the first day from like a little below 50 to almost 70 the first day. And today here it is at 37. So it's come down, 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 down. And is it a reasonable price now? That's really what you're asking. And I'm going to say, you know, I think people are going to be surprised when I say this. I'm going to say, yeah, I think it's a pretty reasonable price right now. Okay. I don't, I would not buy it because I don't buy things that don't make money. But if you want to take a, a roll of the dice with just a small part of your money and put it in something like this, I have no problem with that, with that growth rate in sales. Keeps that up. It's going to be go higher. Thanks for the call, Dan. I appreciate it. CPNG, everybody. Let's go to John in North Carolina. John. Yeah, hi. I wanted to ask about industrials in general. They've been showing a little bit of weakness recently, and I wanted uh -huh. to know, generally, do you see that as just normal volatility, um, or do you feel like the, maybe that in the, that sector is sort of turning over? And then specifically, I wanted to ask about one in particular called MYR Group, ticker symbol MYRG. Okay. I think uh, if you see weakness in this stock they would probably be a good idea to buy it. Okay, I, I don't see much weakness, though. I mean, really, uh, um, it dropped below $80, uh, what, got down to, what, 78 or so, and now it's at 79 75 Got as high as 85 a couple weeks ago, so it does, it has fallen from that. So now it's in this little range here in a short period of time. If it, you know, I kind of like it at this price in the high 70s yeah i, I kind of yeah. like it if it drops be, below it could go down to 68 dollars a share and that to me would be a buy point you got to buy it okay at that point and just for everybody else this company uh, symbol myrg is myr group inc it provides transmission distribution services for electric utility industry industry and electrical con contracting services doesn't pay a dividend it's going to make four dollars and 51 cents next year so that tells you it's about what 17 p or so and the range five-year range is seven to 47 return on equity is very healthy at 15 percent very high cash flow of 629 
Management owns 4%. It's a $1.3 billion company. And mutual funds are buying over the last year, buying pretty significantly parts of it. And the most recent quarter grew 14%. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Appreciate the call. All right, thanks, Steve. No problem. Appreciate the call. Yeah, it has moved up. It's already made a big move, but still not that overpriced at all. And if you think about it, this is why months ago, Justin and I were talking about, man, you need to get into the commodity-type stocks. You need to get into the stocks of basic materials and basic industries because they're so cheap compared to very high-priced tech stocks. And everybody wants a high-priced tech stocks. Back then, last year, high-priced tech stocks. And we're saying, uh, you know, look, you don't look, don't invest looking backward. You look invest looking forward. And we think that all this government spending and coming out of COVID and then uh, uh, inflation, that's going to benefit the low price, low leverage stocks. That's what you're looking for. And, of course, now we've seen it has the last few months. And I still don't think it's done. I just think we're due for a correction. Okay. Anyways, on every podcast, I like to reserve a minute or two to remind listeners about some of the benefits that KPP Financial does. We're in Irvine, California. Here on Invest Talk, I talk about what we invest in in general terms because I can't tell you uh, specifically because those are, that's reserved for our clients. But, you know, I do tell you specifically that I buy the same things for myself as I do for my clients. We, Justin and I, we buy for the same thing, same price, same percentages in the programs we have as we do for clients because we call this parallel investing. We want to we want to be on the same side of the table as you, the client. So that's what our philosophy is. It has been forever since I've, forever since this company started. Okay, we're going to keep doing that too. So, Companies in Irvine, California, we'd love to take a look at your portfolio, help you out if we can, or if you just want to have a conversation, or you want us to manage your funds, we'd be happy to do it. But you have to take the steps, not us. We don't want to push our services onto anybody. But if you're interested, give us a call. Go to investtalk.com. Send me an email. Click on Contact Us. You know, There's many ways to get hold of us. Next up, we'll go to the voice bank question. It concerns investing strategy. You'll want to hear this. We'll play it next. 888-99-CHART. There is good news for loyal InvestTalk listeners, their friends, and families. Steve and Justin have recorded a special bonus podcast. Been listening for a while and have got some great advice. This free podcast is available for download anytime. Typically, each day and night, the InvestTalk call center receives more voicemail questions than Steve and Justin can fit into a live show format. Hi, guys. Big fan of the show. So in the bonus program, caller questions will be played back from our voice bank and answered with brief, unbiased, and helpful responses. I think for like the next 10 years, commodities are going to be doing very well. It's in the money. You probably just want to sell it. It's a fast-paced learning podcast for the average investor. Absolutely love your show. It's free, so be sure to tell your friends. It can be downloaded now at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and investtalk.com. Look for Rapid Fire Hour. Hey, Steve and Justin. This is Phil from Chicago. I'm in my late 20s, have steady income, don't plan on taking money out anytime soon only adding more as time goes on. My question 
questions about strategy. Do you think I should be worried about the move from growth to value and commodities or just continue investing in the companies I feel will do the best over time and maybe just adding more into my positions even if they go down? Yeah, I don't, in the early 20s, I don't think you should worry about it too much. I don't think you should just buy growth stocks all by themselves. I think you should have a balanced portfolio, meaning you will have you will have some value stocks and some growth stocks and probably lean on growth. Or, no, I, I actually would lean on value because over long periods of time, value works better than growth. But, you know, in the recent 10, since 2008, growth has way outperformed value. Um, and I just think it's value's turn. But what you really want to do is pick good, solid companies with great fundamentals and long-term prospects. Don't buy the fly-by-night hot and the hot right now, and next week it'd be something else. Buy companies that make money, have solid earnings, solid margins, good return on equity, returning on assets, uh, good pro- good uh, earnings before you know. Fundamentals. You want to look at the fundamentals of the company. The problem, if you focus only on growth, you're going to get fundamentals that are weak. The only fundamental that's on growth stocks many times is the growth of sales. Not earnings, sales. And some of those companies will never make money. You've got to be careful. You know, over time, you'll find you know, your investments in stocks, boring stocks, that earn money year after year after year, grow slowly, pay dividends, those will work better. What do you think Warren Buffett has done all these years? He hasn't focused on anything. He doesn't hardly ever buy a tech stock. Ever. Ever. I think he has Apple. He's not a tech guy. That's all the growth he avoided. He's still the world's best investor. Okay? 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278, Clorox, GM, Whirlpool, all warning the price hikes coming, and and it's going to come and stay. Now, there's going to be a price spike in a lot of goods and services, food included. And that spike, may the spike in growth in prices, in other words, inflation, probably will spike and then slow, but still be inflationary. Still will have it. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here, always the same, and that's to help you achieve financial freedom, whatever that means to you, however we want to define it. And our work will continue right after this break. So get your questions in, 888-99-CHART. Now is a good time to call Invest Talk. A warrant is a right to buy shares of stocks at a certain price. Got a question for Steve or Justin? 888-99-CHART. moving through the second quarter and serious investors need to bring their best game. Invest Talk is here to help. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to Noel in Napa. I will be in Napa this year visiting some relatives. So, uh, hi, Noel. How are you doing? 
Okay, well, I'll, I'll uh, keep an eye on all the wineries and see if I can okay. find you. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, uh, that's that's great. I'm glad you're coming up. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 into uh, food, energy, communications, copper, silver, and gold. Okay. And I feel very comfortable with the last three of the commodities, but. Uh, because of my advanced age and, and the fact that the country is in $30 trillion debt, yeah. uh, one of these times, you know, we're going to go beyond a correction and could be worse than yep. a depression. And I'm, I'm just thinking, I should, because of my advanced age, I should put a 10% trailing stop, a stop on, on everything I own. But uh, do you think that would be too... Is that ridiculous, or is no? It's not ridiculous. Be too uh, close. Can I ask you? Are you over seventy? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you don't want to risk a lot of money as you get older. I'm very comfortable with the market, so when I'm over seventy, I'll still be in it. But I don't know if I would get rid of my gold, silver, copper positions anytime soon. I don't know if I put a trading stop on those. Um, but everything else, yeah, I think it's. Remember, you're going to have trouble earning income from it, and you know it depends on you. Really, no, it really depends on you. Do you need the stock money to grow? Or are you just playing with the stock market because it's fun, okay? And you have enough income from retirement accounts and everything else. Then, it's, then you do what you feel it'll be right to do, and it's kind of fun. You don't, you don't have to have long-term growth in your money. I hate to tell you this, but we're not, we're all of us are not going to get out of this alive. This life alive or not. So, you know, if you have plenty of money, yeah, I, I put a chop stop on many of my, my companies. I would. I still sell with silver and gold for the next few years. I think inflation's coming. I agree with you on the, the dangers of the debt, and no one's paying attention to you. You notice that? No one's paying attention to it. They don't care. They talk, sometimes they talk about it, but they don't care. They don't even, we're not going to address it. Right. No, appreciate the call. Thank you. Let's go to Jim in Indiana. How you doing, Jim? I'm well, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate the show. Thank you. So I've got a mutual fund, and it's 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 done pretty well. I'm up over fifty percent, but I bought it a long time ago. Okay. I shouldn't say long. I bought it probably three years ago. Okay. And it's up over fifty percent, but. I can't, like, I think that the mutual fund is shut down, and I'm trying to figure out what to do. It, it, at the very least, I don't think it's being actively managed. And okay, it's, it, Paul, it's Mary, Paul, Mary, Bill, Paul, X-Ray. That's e a principal. Yeah, I got it. Principal mid-cap fund. Now, when many times they'll close funds, close to new investors because they have too much money. And they don't want more money because they're running out of things to buy. You know, there, there's reasons why they close it. And it, almost all the reasons why they close a mutual fund to new investors are good reasons. You like it. If you're an investor already in the company, you like it. Because they, if they get a flood of billions of more dollars, then they start to dilute what they're buying. They get out of what their expertise is. So I kind of like them shutting down saying, we got to stay focused here. So I don't think that's a reason for getting out. Um, I don't know much about it other than because I don't have the – it's a mutual fund and you really have to do some research on it. Is it mid-cap growth or is mid-cap mid, mid -cap 
value stocks, or do you know? It it's it's supposed to be mid cap um, value, but I you know I feel like there's some growth in there as well. Um, so I think it's kind of a mix. Okay, what I would do is I'd hold on to it, but follow it up with a stop. Okay, maybe a ten percent stop from the high. If we toss a blow ten percent, get out. You know that that way you preserve your gains. That's about seventeen and a half percent a year, by the way. So that's a good return. It's a good return. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, okay, I guess I'm. I guess we're done. Done for the day. I'm Steve Peasley. Completes another program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening and I encourage you to give us a call and tell your friends and tell everybody you can. I will be back here tomorrow, by the way. Also, you know, we this is a podcast, so you can download it from Google Play, Spotify, investtalk.com immediately after the show because we also it's also a live radio show. Uh, you can browse by on the podcast by topics, if you wish, 401ks, uh, real estate, whatever you want. So tell your friends about that. They, you know, that way they can look at the topics they want to listen to. Independent thinking, share success. This is Invest Talk, everybody. Have a great night. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461.